Grounded Radio is a podcast on creativity, well-being, personal growth, and spiritual journeys. The ladies of Grounded embark on a journey of what it means to be our most authentic self and lead a well-balanced life. Be inspired and tune in to the raw conversations that bridge our human connection and raise our frequencies. This is Grounded Radio. Hello, beautiful beings. You are now tuning in to the Grounded Podcast, where we share your well-being, art, and lifestyle stories to connect and inspire. This is Bianca. And this is Marika. And tonight, or today, if you're listening in daylight, but just know we're recording this at night, which is like a first for Grounded or a second, we would like to welcome three very special guests to the show. First off, we have Aaron Costabel, one of the formidable badass queens of the comedy scene who loves horror and watches it for fun. We have oh, yeah. Miguel Nascenseno, celebrated photographer, resident scaredy cat of the group. Chris Costello, noted writer, filmmaker, horror fanatic. He's the pro one in the group. With their powers combined, they are the shadowy but illuminating figures behind Dead Air, the newest Whoa. horror podcast making waves and making your cobwebs tremble. Welcome, wow. guys! Ooh. Wow! So good! What, what an introduction! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, it is so good! How come, how, come we, how come we never make <laughs> like, intros like yeah, that? Yeah, we're, we're authentic, right, Marika? You can just say whatever. <laughs> we can. But okay, sorry. Fun. That was incredible. Some, some kids listen, but... Some kids, yeah, guys. Okay, I, will, I will watch my language. This is the first time I feel we've had the most number of guests at one time, so I'm super excited. And the first time we will be discussing all things spooky and spectacular. I bet no one expected this because they think we're all like yoga, love, energy. Yeah. But for guys, we, we're not we didn't we didn't expect this. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Marika knows I'm so I've been so psyched for this and we just want to thank you for coming on. So first off, we want to know how are you doing? And we know you've spoken about this on Dead Air, but could you tell our listeners a bit about yourselves and your relationship with horror films? Like, how were you introduced to the genre and how did you fall in love with it? Who wants to go first? Ladies, Ladies first. first. <laughs> Ladies first. So, hi, my name is Arian. Like Bianca said, I'm a badass in, in comedy. <laughs> I do improv comedy. Yeah. But uh, what... My introduction to horror came from my family. I had a tita who was really into Stephen King. And one time she took me out to her friend's house. I think she was supposed to be babysitting me. And they made us watch It, the first one, the, the TV movie It, which was like 1989 or something like that. And it's a coming of age children's film, kind of. But it was really scary. And I noticed that I liked the feeling that I got. I was scared, but ooh, I'm not afraid of clowns. This is cool. So that was my introduction to it. And after that, um, I started reading Stephen King books because my tita had it all. And yeah, that's my introduction to it. I really liked the feeling of fear. Weird. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Huh. Okay. You wouldn't get scared at night. When you go to not sleep, not from it, not from okay. it. I would get scared when I was a little older, na mga seven years old, with the magandang gabi bayan Halloween uh, edition, because they'd say things like "sub samuntin lupa," and I'd be like, oh, "Yeah." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what would keep me up at night, but not so much with clowns. Okay. Right. Yeah, that, that reminds me of Okatoka. Did you guys watch Okatoka yes. as a kid? Yeah. I, I used to that. watch that, but I always I needed to have a yaya beside that. me. You don't know Okatoka? I know Magandang Gabi Bayan, but I don't know Okatoka. 
Wait, so Miguel, how did you get into it? I mean, uh, all right, my my earliest uh, memory of watching horror was the very first Pet Cemetery, and that was super scary. And then I think as I got older, uh, it wasn't my even if I loved movies and watching movies, parang horror wasn't my go-to genre. But um, I've seen some of the most of the classics, I guess, like The Shining, which I also love. So even if I, it's not my go-to genre. Whenever I watch a really good horror film, I come away enjoying myself, naman, and really liking it. But it's still not. It's still like I still have to think twice and uh and for a while before deciding to watch a horror film. It's a lot of but extra you, effort for you compared yeah, to these guys. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I have to psych myself up. Yeah. Well, it's okay. it's more than 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 extra effort. I mean, uh, yeah. The question you should ask him is is uh, <laughs> go. <laughs> Did he Does he even actually watch, watch some... the films that we ask him? I've only missed one, which was the Conjuring. Which it was a good one. For first five minutes, palang like fuck this shit. Like, I'm not gonna... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it was like at two p.m. in the afternoon. The sun was out, and like. Mm, Hard no. Like, I, think, I, I, think, I think I will look up this up on Wikipedia. I think I'll just check out the IMDb page. Did you even? Uh, did you even? I, the, Wikipedia you page, even? the Wikipedia page I did. Lies. So whose idea was it to, for you to join Dead Air? Chris. <laughs> love it. Okay, Chris. So how, how did you fall in love with horror? Um, I've, I've actually talked about this on the show a bit. So these guys might be really <laughs> sick of it. But I'll repeat it anyway. Um, uh, I grew up in, in Mindanao, in Caguindoro, and one of these big things, it was huge there, these, the, these double features, right? So, so, so that was, that was a huge thing in, in, in Caguindoro. So you, you, you go to the theater and then you watch two movies in a row and it would always be something, something, um, it would be such a weird pairing all the time, you know? And so my parents brought me to, uh, me and my younger sister brought me to, uh, uh, the film, uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Because they're, they're like, you know, it's a cartoon. They like it. They like the cartoon. Um, and number one, um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit isn't a movie for kids, by the way. Uh, just the fact that it features, uh, you know, animated characters doesn't make it for kids. So we watched <laughs> that, and the double feature was Aliens, and I was about, oh, I think, eight years old, and I think my eight or seven and my younger sister was about two years younger so four uh five five or six so it was really traumatic you know and then i don't think my parents even knew what the movie was about because <laughs> half the time they had their fingers like you know all over my face and i'd be like peeking and i was like wow this is freaking awesome so that was easily my first uh experience with horror and uh because i i loved it and uh and uh I mean, you know, uh, I think that was a really defining moment for me. Was uh, so I always it just really burned into my my brain uh, just watching Aliens in the, in the theater when I was about seven or eight. Um, and when I got when I got older, I mean, all the, the all the books that I read were always like, you know, of the darker nature. Like started out with R.L. Stein, Christopher Pike, graduate to Stephen King, and then like I discovered Stephen King, and then it was just, you know, it, it just blew my mind I'm mean, like I, I I really think I've read everything he's had published already I'm so obsessed with him um, um, so so I think that's something really the, the three of us have in common actually is Stephen King is a, is a big factor in in uh, in how we appreciate horror so I really think in retrospect or, or just thinking back he's such a perfect gateway to to the genre 
he's so accessible. Um, it's a different uh, medium. Um, and uh, it just, it's just, you know, it's, it's very, I mean, it's very imaginative. And so I really think uh, I owe everything to Stephen King. That's it. That, that was my long way of getting to that point. Ooh, awesome. That's so cool. It's, it's cool how you guys have such different origin stories, but they yeah. all end up here. And we were listening to a few episodes and, and I believe your third episode of the pod you were talking to sunod director carlo ledesma about jaws oh, yeah and you guys asked him my what, favorite app so far yeah. oh really okay what his definition of horror was and we'd like to know what's your definition of horror like what makes something a horror movie to you because just to share growing up i thought because it was all like ghosts and demons and exorcisms and that to me was what a horror movie was but then the more i evolved in my cultural intake i could see that something like silence of the lambs that has very much alive people could be classified as horror too so what makes something horror to you guys oh good question because your husband i'm just gonna say quark just quark has a very na- uh very distinct and very you can unique. say narrow it's it's okay uh, i was gonna say narrow <laughs> for, for quark it has to be supernatural oriented or like uh yeah. the, the, the like for him Ghosts, it's not like yeah it, it has to, like if it's just a killer who's just a normal being or a monster like a shark it's not like even silence the lamb isn't horror for quark. excuse me you're not here right now q so no i want <laughs> We're gonna use that as a just, I'm gonna use it as a, a jumping board. Like, board. Yeah. yeah, like right on, it's legit. Uh, I mean it's quite it's legit. But for me, anything that brings out like really primal emotions like fear, uh, that's what makes it that's what makes it horror for me. Um, so it, it can be anything but monsters, it can be like a big fucking snake, it can be something supernatural actually for me. The worst, like I said, supernatural stuff. <laughs> that's like that's the worst for me. But if it's a monster, like a shark, or like even a, a huge anaconda, or even let's say a crazy person or a psychopath, I'll, I'll take out oh, spiders. I'll take that. Pa. Uh, I think, and then it becomes a horror film when I guess it really horrifies and like it strips you down to this little part of emotional state where oh my god, what's behind me or what's under my chair, which is very easy to do with me, by the way. <laughs> uh, for me, man, I. I don't know why. I still, it, it, for me, it's it's the supernatural things that give me the heebie-jeebies and killer stuff. But anything yeah. other than that, like I don't consider monster movies horror. I don't know why. It's just a preference. I don't consider sci-fi stuff horror. Uh-huh. Even the science, even if it if it scared me a little bit, parang aliens uh. for me is not really horror. It's sci-fi. Yeah, that's a that's a personal thing. I can't yeah. speak on behalf of genres in general. <laughs> okay, Chris. Well, I think well, it's a very. I don't think it's really objective. It's really it really is very subjective. Um, I, I guess it's really up to you what, what you find horrifying. It's really I think the big difference between thrillers and horror movies for me is really just the word horror, like horrifying. Was it horrifying? Like. Thrillers are exciting, but if it's horrifying, then it's a horror film. I, I know that sounds really weird, now, but for example, like take something like Speed, 
the movie Speed. That's a thriller because it's fun and it's exciting. People get killed, but it's not horrifying. The second you have a movie like uh, Seven, you know, and then there's it's a serial killer. Um, even though a lot of the violence happens on off screen, it's already a horror film because of all the implications um, and how it it just turns your imagination, how you imagine things and things happening. Because in for me, that's that's really it. Is it was it horrifying to you? If it wasn't, then it was probably a thriller. That that's how I take it. The, but definitely those two two genres really really intersect. They intersect, they overlap. It's it's very hard. So I, I really go by the saying, you know, you know, you know, whatever it's horror, if whatever you think is horror, you know, that's horror. So like honestly, Quark is absolutely valid because that's his definition of, of horror, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just to, to each his own, basically. <laughs> Interesting. And speaking of um, watching things with Quark, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm bravest when I'm with a big group of friends like, or like For my sure. whole barcada. When it's just me and Q, my tolerance goes down. Like the less we are, I, I don't know. I just get more scared easily. And you can never catch me watching alone. Chris, I know you watch stuff alone. I heard on Dead Air and, and like Sean says, you watch stuff alone. You watch horror. Do you? Or like that's all you watch or something. But I could never do that alone. So yeah, do you guys see horror movies as a bonding tool? And I don't just mean like a style for making the moves when you're on a date. You, try to, you know, you're like, let's watch horror movies so she can like hold my hand. I mean, do you see it as a bonding tool culturally or like I, that's um, my favorite way of watching horror films. Yeah, actually. same. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, Aaron. No worries. But that's exactly why I, I love uh, watching horror films is, is when I get to share the experience with people. Sadly, mm-hmm. I can't get to share it with my wife because she hates <laughs> it. But, <laughs> but uh, I, I love it. You know, I love watching horror films with friends in, in the theaters. I, I have great, great memories of watching horror films with my family on the family couch. Mm-hmm. Lights are off, you know, and then tiny TV is flickering. Those are, those are my favorite my favorite experiences. Go Same. ahead, Aaron. In fact, Aaron? I, when I watched The Host, it was a whole family um, bonding thing. Even our helpers sat down with us and we were just like, mm. let's all watch this. It's, it mm. takes place in a Zoom call. But because of Dead Air, I've been watching a lot of horror movies by myself. Which I'm so proud so of you. Bad. It Stress. So bad. But what freaked me out was recently we had to watch The Ring. And I've seen it a few times before. And I had to watch it by myself. And I watched it at 1 p.m. on a Sunday. Sun in my room. And I still had to put the speaker down. And the parts that I knew were scary, I'd go, by myself. (laughs) Yeah, watching it again, it's still really scary. It's so freaky. Some movies are okay. The Ring, not so much. When it's Asian Asian horror, it's another level. Freaky, yeah. Because you kind of see yourself in it because you're like, yeah. oh, I'm Asian. I kind of look yeah. like this chick combing her hair. Yeah. So That's sad. true. That's <laughs> true. I, I heard, Aaron, that you, you scared your friend by pretending to be Sadako. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah. I was. In, I mean, when did this come out? This came out in college, the ring, when I was oh, in college. So when my One of your proudest come, moments. I was so proud. I had this white bathrobe and my hair was really long. And I told my friends, I'll just go take a shower. So they were in my room. And then I turned the TV on from the bathroom, the remote, so it would be white noise. And I come out in my bathroom. Legit, they started throwing my stuff at me. Oh my gosh. 
So good. It was fun. I though. have a, a story that's just as mean, I feel. <laughs> Sorry, Gabby, in advance. Mm. So we have this friend named Gabby, and she really does not like scary movies. But then this was the time One Direction was big, and we were kind of fans. So we told her, like, guys, let's all watch the One Direction movie in at Greenbelt. And we didn't tell her that we bought tickets to... I don't know if it's the conjuring oh, or, no. or oh, God, that is what so and, dude I'm so I know crap. like hey it wasn't just my idea it was all of us so we went to Greenbelt and the plan was it was for Camille's birthday Marie's and as she was entering the theater we distracted her we were like oh you think we'll see Harry Styles doing this and so her attention she didn't even oh, see the sign oh, so she walks so in bad. the lights so go bad. off right and then <laughs> and then we're expecting like I don't know some One Direction song, and then the music and then looks at us, and it's just like game oh. over, laughing and the whole time. But yeah. oh my gosh, so, this is Gabby Isabella. I, I would have yes. been so bad. That's really traumatizing, B. I didn't know you did that. Isabella, <laughs> <laughs> so, says Isabella. Just, <laughs> just kidding, joking. <laughs> I'd be so mad. What movie stuck with you guys Good as a one. kid and still freak you out? Uh, I watched this movie that my Lola, see, my Lola really likes scary movies. My family likes it. So my Lola made me watch this movie from Black and Lola. White. Yeah, Lola. It's called uh, The Haunting. The Haunting, yeah. Wow. And it's yeah. old. That oh, is the new one. Is old, that the one with yeah, Catherine Zeta? That's a remake. Oh, no, wait, sorry. Okay. So there's a oh, older yeah. one, okay, okay, which okay. was in the 1930s yeah, okay. or something oh. like that. And everything was just sound-based. So you just hear noise, and then you see doors slamming. They never show an actual ghost or anything, but it it's a haunted house. But the noises were crazy. And until now, I think it's really scary. And it's old. It's super old. So, yeah, that one. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I did know that was a remake. The one with yeah. Catherine Zeta Jones yeah. and Owen Wilson. They showed the weird was a little bit of a blanket. No? I was like, yeah. ano to? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> was that supposed to that's be a comedy? Uh, or? That's just horrible. Uh, late, early 2000s uh, CGI. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> hilarious. I actually thought it was supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> yeah, um... I I remember watching Whoa. Sixth Sense with my with my Lola also in the movie and in the movie house and I keep going back to why didn't oh my, my parents God, or my grandparents six bring years. a wow, six-year-old to the movie crazy. house to watch the Sixth Sense? <laughs> yeah, okay. I think that's why I'm traumatized. Like only mm. up until a few years ago did I stop like imagining that battered yep. wife scene. You know when Haley Joel Osment <laughs> goes to pee and the, the wife passes the. <gasps> The door and the, the I found the that scary too, up. but then I remembered yeah. that the kid who was vomiting was Misha Barton, and I was like, Ah, the OC, yeah. I'm not scared anymore. Oh, that's a good one. Or the scene with the cabinets oh, were yeah. all I don't know, it's such a small thing, but then yeah, yeah. all the cabinets in the kitchen were open because that's something that can happen to you. Like, oh, you know, you're eating and the, sorry, Miguel. Yeah. yeah, yep, don't, don't, don't turn around, Miguel. Shut up. <laughs> I hate, yeah. it keep, I hate it to keep recording at night, but yes, six cents. The word. I know when Bianca said nine p.m., I was like, "Is this on purpose?" I know. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Chris, you're, you're a father. So what movies would you want to share with Everything. your son when he comes of age? I don't even know what age that is. And he's 10. I still I don't think, allow my son well, to watch scary movies. I definitely want to show him and he's everything. 10. I just, I'm going to have to do a lot of consultations with my, uh, with my uh, sister, who's a, a, psychiat- a psychiatrist, just to see like uh, what age would be appropriate because uh, I don't want to yeah. scar him for life. But that's one of the things I, I'm actually really looking forward to is actually getting him to sit down next to me and watch and we, we we put like I don't know a Hitchcock movie on or 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 Jaws or anything that I think that's just the one thing I'm really really looking forward to. So yeah a bunch of things a bunch of things I couldn't pick which which movie cool. uh, but but uh, pretty much everything. I need to do the consultation. You, you need to do the I, consultation. I, I, I don't want to scar him for life, poor kid. Before, yeah. What about you, Marie? When do you plan to show Santi exactly. anything scary? <laughs> <laughs> Why you think he won't take it um, well? Never. It's not ready. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, he's, he's already. He's kind of a scaredy cat. He takes it after me. <laughs> So I feel kind of guilty. I know like it comes from me and I I, I watch so many scary movies because my sister loves horror movies and I've been forced into watching movies. I've also gotten tricked into watching movies. I've, I got tricked into watching this mm-hmm. one no, movie. Have, have you seen Brave Encounters? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. So I don't know if that's scary for you guys, but it freaked me out. And yeah, I just... I. I, I love them. Like, I love watching I it and the thrill of it, but I always regret it afterwards. <laughs> so that's the problem. It's like the taxes I pay are too high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I do... I, I miss it, though, like, talking to you guys about it. Like, I actually do miss it. It's just that... Well, I, think, I, think, I don't want to be scared. Then, you know, you can, there are a number of films that, that kind of, like, you can do halfway, you know, aren't so terrifying, but mm. will still give you, like, the little thrill and stuff. I think it really depends on the kind of movie because there's some really, really scary yeah. ones out there that even I find scary. Um, but maybe like, you stay away from those. Uh, Hereditary. My God. Oh. Oh. Yep. Yeah. 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 I heard that was really scary. But my dad <laughs> called me up oh, like raving about it. And he's like, you have to watch Hereditary. It's not scary. It's a cycle. I'm like, I think he's uh, saying it's not scary. Uh, it's but I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I am like I don't believe well, you. I'm is not watching it. So. Yeah, for, good movie. Good movie. <laughs> yeah. There, there are some movies that really scare you while you're watching it, but then when you go home, you don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. I like those. Like you're in the moment. You're so yeah. scared, but you yeah. don't think about it after. Yeah, I like those too. Those They're are the best. The yeah, like, like The Conjuring. Yeah, those I don't know. are the best. I, I, I wouldn't know. But like, <laughs> but you, know, you remember that Asian horror film where just like, I'm gonna spoil it. Like at the end, it's revealed that's like a kid on the guy's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Oh, yeah, shutter, shutter. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. You haven't seen that, Bianca. Oh, you haven't seen that, Bianca. Then. Guys, no, I'm just guys, saying. Sorry, really visual. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> what if you no, just I, have I that saw, face? No, I saw it. Like, That's the thing. And yep. you know, like yeah. the lightest breeze on my shoulder, I'd be like, "Holy mother! <laughs> my, get off! Get off!" Yeah. 
But anyway, or, what if yeah, like, we wish. You can just I say, it's my, now. it's my spirit that, that animal. Image of like, that's holy like shit. Yeah. Also, yeah. a lot of ring. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That's a conjuring. That's a I, haven't conjuring. Seen, I haven't seen this. I don't want to know. I don't, I don't. No, no, no. It's okay. I don't want to know. No, it's or, fine. Or when, <laughs> the it's, movie it's where they clap. clap. I forgot where, so where they play a game and they're like. I don't want to know why. And then you just listen to the saya. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm done. Too bad. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember there's oh, this so film <laughs> that I accidentally saw on the bus like I didn't know it was horror um, it's like it's a horror B movie and they have like um, more than one like they have a part two it's the one where there's like a medium and like the girl's like soul is being um Wait, sure, like she's basically trapped oh, yeah. in this world insidious. in that other dimension. It's really popular. <laughs> Shoot, I, yeah, insidious. Yeah, yeah. So no, I don't know. Like, is it's is that a, is that considered a bad horror movie? Because so I got freaked good. out. But it's the type that Stranger I know. Things. Just yeah, it's good, right? It was really scary. Yeah, yeah. and it's. I feel like it was like so realistic. Ooh. But I don't know because it's like, it's like those things that and I only like, found so out because their, of dead air script. that there's a so, universe. Like, yeah, I was of pretty that. scared so of it. So the Conjuring and Insidious and Annabelle—they're all exactly yeah. that cinematic universe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Did you guys find really um, the exorcism really of Emily that, Rose? That scene. Cinematic universe. It's really scary. Okay, Are thank you. Because some so other people were like, Jennifer, it's not scary. Uh, Jennifer Carpenter? She's a sister yes. on Dexter. It's, She's incredible. Is that yeah. the crab walk? It's not the crab really, walk. Yeah. I really freaked That movie Sorry, freaked me I can't out. No, but and because it's a true story. I remember because of Dexter. Oh, white chicks. Yes, yes, yes. talking Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, now you don't need to get scared. Now. That's where <laughs> she is. Like, it's from. Oh. Like, what is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that that movie really freaked wow. me. Out. All, all Aaron, I like how you piece these so. things together. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Exorcist was based really? on a, even yeah. the Exorcist. Yeah. But I mean, I mean that's obviously that's so exaggerated. Also, no right? way. Yeah, yeah, everything is. But, but yeah, the yeah, exaggerated. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But I also heard during the mm-hmm. filming of The Exorcist, there were like a lot of scary things that happened. Like when you when you actually like, that's another thing I'm scared of. Like, I feel like when you like just dive into like the horror, you know part of everything and it just you just get it's just yeah like you kind of play it's like yeah you attract mm. that energy me no so i don't know if you guys have like a personal <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't know about chris you attract I mean, he will eventually. you attract that ah! energy <laughs> no but yeah, i know but I see know. i will never touch a ouija no. board for example ever yeah, in my life yeah, never yeah. never like if someone says we let's try it no that's yeah. Dax no. for no. being on dead air yeah. never <laughs> yeah I'm careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's playing with fire. And we have a friend, no, Chris. No, I've never done. It. Yep. You're gonna, you're gonna do a Ouija board? Ouija- <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm saying I'm, I've never yeah. had anything uh, yeah. remotely. So whatever scary. I, whatever I there is, I'm gonna keep that closed if ever. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a friend with a really yeah. wide eye, <laughs> wide open eye, and third eye, yeah. Thir- and parang, yeah, <laughs> third eye, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
like we tell like para para it came to a point ng like Sharon is if this... we see something just don't tell us so, yeah, I bought like, yellow just, like parang oh yeah. no oh don't tell okay yeah. so I'm the yes. Sharon in my group so uh, we yeah. understand each other yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. and, and yeah, a, no, to some extent, yeah, Marika why, like, is also well, like well, now, now, now I want to. Sorry, Marika, did you want to so, say something? Why? Like, oh, the more I feel like if I watch, why? It's only another podcast. What happened? Here? <laughs> Wait, it's so late. It's so late, Chris. <laughs> why? Let's have why it in the day. This is about you guys. We're interviewing. I'm with the girls. Like maybe not tonight. This is why I really enjoy like how we kind of set up. Yeah. Uh, our podcast is like the three of us are so different. Yeah. <laughs> and as you can see how we're reacting to everything. Yeah. It was a good yeah. uh <laughs> Yeah. Like so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I wish people could seat, see you guys now. Checking Zoom, behind like, him. Aaron's just like smirking, like, yeah, and then yeah, he's just, like, like oh. yeah, and then Miguel's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, guys, so since we are a wellness okay. brand, we did some research on horror films as therapy. And we were quite surprised to find that some articles were, in some cases, watching horror films might actually be good for anxiety and it, that it provides an element of control. Quoting the article, Ashley Abramson, a health and psychology writer on elementalmedium.com, writes, Unlike real life, when your worst fears could come to fruition at just about any given moment, holding a remote in your hand while watching something scary comes with a sense of control. You can mm. fast forward through intense parts if you don't want to watch, turn the TV to mute, or distance yourself from the intensity by reminding yourself that it's not real and it's not happening to you. And since the movie is meant to be alarming, you can brace yourself for the impact of the scary parts, which isn't always possible off screen. What is your take on this? Mm, um, that makes sense. That makes sense. And some people actually watch movies with that lens on. So mm. we've spoken to a few people in the film industry and they said they don't get scared because they're able to break down break the down. parts Yeah, on how it's made, like how, how it's produced. So in a way, I think if some people watch it with that lens like oh this is acting uh, this is oh galing the sound effects galing the the visual effects, cinematography the cinematography so you get to appreciate it that there is fear but at the same time you know it's all fake kind of like wrestling i can't believe i just <laughs> yeah i know it's not wrestling. fake it's how dare you <laughs> it's good though i'm with aaron good yeah <laughs> good like wrestling <laughs> Like. <laughs> I, I totally agree with it because uh, um, I think I do. I think I have. It, I think I have kind of coped with this whole pandemic rather well because of of uh, you know of uh, I guess you know what what, what I, I did read that article of, of, of a while back and uh, what what it made me think of was you know the in, in Game of Thrones the the Greyjoys they have their their house motto. What is dead may never die. It's just like yes. guys who watch horror films are already so traumatized. Like <laughs> they can deal with anything. You know what like I mean? Desensitized. Like desensitized. Yeah. This is okay. 
it's just another Thursday. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Interesting. So apparently a psychologist at the University of Washington Medical Center, Kristen Lindgren, PhD, says that the ability to experience fear in an entertaining context may also draw fear-prone people to horror movies. So people who are who have specific fears. And while anxiety is normally paired with very real worries, watching something that should be scary without the actual threat attached to it can be enjoyable, like to help you control your fear by seeing it play out on screen. So for example, spiders, like seeing giant spiders or something can help you. So aside from the stereotypical serial killers, spirits, large animals shown in horror movies. Are there any underrated phobias you guys want to see explored? Like fear of social media, fear of, you know, some people have a fear of circles, like, you know, those plastic chair hollow blocks with circles. If they look at it, they get freaked out. So what fears would you want to see explored? Hmm. On the big screen. I don't know. That's a that's a tough question. Well, for me, like I can trace one fear. I can trace one of my irrational fears to a horror, to, well, to a scary film I saw as a young person, and that's Jaws. <laughs> parang until now, parang in a even if I know I'm in a swimming pool and I know that there's a bot, <laughs> I know that there's a bottom. If it's murky, but yeah. I still feel there's super. A shark. Yeah, I still I, mean, I still feels. Super uneasy. That's why I enjoy snorkeling. But you know when you snorkel, then you come to a cliff and then big lamp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The drop. And yeah, it's like a drop. Black. Yeah, like, I'm like, and then like, <laughs> you're, you're, like imagining like in the in the distance, you're like, oh fuck, this is shark that's gonna come. Yeah, at me. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I and I end up like back like back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my so, dad said when that movie came out, like the beach was empty for months. <laughs> I, no I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's a terrifying movie. Like yeah. today. Poor sharks. Not much more serious yeah. at the time. Yeah. Wait. Who are we? Oh, wait. Yeah, sorry. We, I was just going to say because the yeah. poor shark, yeah. blah, blah, blah. There was news last week in America <laughs> that in Florida, this man had, well, he was on vacation with his family and a shark bit off his shoulder. And his <laughs> wife. Wife was the one who dove in to pull him out. Oh, oh that's kind of badass. Yeah, yeah that's so poor. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did the guy give poor, the shark poor shoulder? I don't know. It's an exchange. It's but wait, what man. other fears, guys? Oh, like, yeah. what other yeah, yeah, fears yeah. do you want to um, see? That I, I, okay, I have one. I have one. I've definitely yeah, my priorities have changed since I've become a father. So anything ah. that involves the danger of of a child. That no. is massive fear for me now. I think I've really found myself like cringing at scenes in movies, not just horror films, but just movies in gen- general where there's a threat to a child or like the child is in danger or something. It's terrifying like for that. me. That is why Hereditary is so fucking yeah. traumatic because I saw it when I had just pretty much just become a father. And oh, uh, no. it, it features some unspeakable violence against the child. <laughs> oh, and no. It yeah. is just so traumatic. So yeah, that is one thing definitely from the for me that I can say this. Or like is, the quiet place. Fear. Did that like the quiet mm. place, Chris? Oh yeah. Did that make you super start? protective? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Also oh absolutely. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I don't know why I bothered buying food before that movie, because it's like <laughs> everyone was so quiet and you know <laughs> like opening something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I told, I told this story on the pod, but we only watched The Quiet Place. We watched it on the yellow 30th. And that theater is pretty cool because they allow you to bring beer in. 
And so I bought a few. I bought a few beers because hey. I was like, is it, is, I, I went to an evening screening. I was like, I'm gonna watch a horror movie by myself. I'm gonna bring a few beers. This is gonna be so much fucking fun. <laughs> Everything's so quiet. So every time I'd open a beer, beer, like fifty old people, just kind of like, like. Oh man. Well, yeah, horror can have the power to make things fun instead of scary. How do you think yeah. it's evolved through the years? Like not just in how it's filmed, obviously technology's gotten so much better, but marketing-wise as well. Like for example, there's some horror movies during the premiere, people dress up, they hire people to scare the audience and or yeah. things like that or I don't know if it was what's that witch movie where Blair Witch? No. I don't just know. The Maybe witch. where they marketed <laughs> the it. Something yeah. and there was a show about like cyborgs in the UK. I forgot oh. what it's called. The girl from Crazy Rich Asians was one of the cyborgs. And what they did was they rented a whole storefront in London and they made you really think that a store was going to open that sold like household help that were like robot, oh. <laughs> woman looking robots. And the Love marketing it. was so good. Like on all the buses, it's like opening soon at this address. You can buy your very own. Um, replicant or whatever the word they used was. But anyway, so it's a, it's a movie. I super love that movie. Anyway, I digressed. But yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Where was I gonna go with that? I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> Marketing, like Oscar how it's changed. Yes, Oscar Isaac in that sci-fi movie. You're getting it now, dude. My gosh, right. who is it? Uh, yeah, uh, it was such a good movie. Uh, directed by that guy we like. <laughs> so <real> big. <laughs> what what happened? What happened? <laughs> well. Well, no, sorry, we're, we're better than this. But anyway, it's like that. So far, they, have, um, they, they, they have androids or replicants, like you know, they have they have help who are like robots, and then they take adva- they like they kind of take over. It's like a mini Blade Runner. Hold on, damn it. Okay, we'll give Miguel it... some time. Google Blade na lang. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Thank oh my you. gosh, I love Galing. that movie. Yeah. Galing. Yeah. So how how else have you seen horror movies change through the years? One thing that I super enjoy now is when they use technology and how we use it every day and then make it a horror movie. For example, Unfriended was amazing. I don't know if you saw that, but it ooh, Miguel, you <laughs> it uses Facebook, it uses Skype, it uses Skype. your webcam. Same with the host. The host uses Zoom. And I love how they really understand, the people who created it really understand technology and how much we are on it to the point that you feel like you're experiencing it yourself. That for me is, if that's a subgenre now, technology horror, that's my jam. (laughs) I love it. So Unfriended has nothing to do with ghosts or paranormal activity. No, it does. Yes and no. Yes and no. Okay. But it's mostly, yes, ghosts, but ghosts who know how to use technology. Oh, my gosh. It's That's crazy. <laughs> Marika's like, I don't even know how to use technology. And these ghosts, <laughs> like, these ghosts are figuring it out. <laughs> I think well, really quickly, I think because um, yes. I, I do have some thoughts on that, um, on how like horror movies have changed over the years. Well, one really big thing about horror movies are they, they really... The thematically, they really the way they've evolved has also evolved in how society's fears have changed. Like um, 
I, I'm saying this because we are going to have a talk tomorrow, guys. And so no. this is part of my my talk. <laughs> but yeah, like, for example, something like Godzilla, you know, when it came out in the first in, in Japan, the first uh, uh, right after the first uh, the Second World War, just called Gojira. And he's basically, you know, a symbol of of uh, of the atom bomb um, and the atom bomb destroying Japan. You know, so he was birthed out of that. Out of that, uh, so and Godzilla was originally a horror movie. Talaga. It wasn't really a, an exciting, you know, action movie. It was a horror movie, um, and so something like that, you know, where where it just reflects society's fears, um, and and you know, like up to now, like uh, we've got we've got the host, which is about the pandemic and how people are dealing with the pandemic. For me, yeah. that's how I I love a, I, I love horror films. Like I mean, I mean, there's that you know, uh, uh, there were there, there was a whole slew of sci-fi horror films that came out when people thought that you know um there were aliens that were not alone and you know what i mean so i mean i, I like it when when it's it's more than just a tiny story but thematically it talks about about society's fears as a whole i feel that the the definition of horror has really evolved over time based on how we as a people have kind of what we fear collectively and those are my favorite movies actually to talk about bigger meaning and not just smaller stuff. And then to add to what Chris said, and this is something I appreciate. I don't know if it's something that's always been with a genre forever, or if it's just a late realization of mine. But movies like horror movies, like like the critically acclaimed or the well received horror movies as of late, uh, aren't necessarily invested in scaring you with jump cuts or jump scares, right? Like even like even as something like The Witch or even like Midsommar. Or even like, well, I'm not gonna include uh, no, hereditary, but like some of the movies, parang they're not they're they they're more uh, interested in exploring uh, trauma or grief, and then mm-hmm. exploiting that maybe like a collective exactly. trauma or collective grief, or person. and then that's what parang those are the things like the horror is within you, parang ganon means and then it's not anymore this external force hunting you down or scaring you, mm-hmm. and uh, that's made it like I like that because it's made it more palatable to me. Like it's not anymore. I don't have to turn down the volume. I can I can sit down and watch it, you know. Uh, and it's and it's parang there's a good parang there's a feeling afterwards of like, huh, I felt seen by that movie, or maybe uh, I feel like that movie legitimately was interested in something beyond just like you know, scaring the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about Bird Box? I, I liked it. San- Sandra Bullock, no? Yeah. 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 What is it okay, I, I I I feel like it could have been really good. I think uh, they were hampered by a lot of things, like the budget and stuff like that. But the, oh. the story I thought was really good. Um, um, I did read the book right after I saw the movie. Um, I enjoyed that that a lot. Uh, you know, I I felt like execution was a little lacking, but but dude, it, was, it wasn't bad. What did you guys yeah. think of it? It's like a quiet place. It's like for a quiet place. Oh, yeah, yes, exactly. That's how it I came, felt. It, they came out about the same time, deba. Right? So it could, yeah. they couldn't, it couldn't, you couldn't help but compare them. And yeah. Yeah. the quiet place kind of edged it out a little long in terms of like a little. I mean, it edged out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Agree. Yeah, I, I feel like reaction. like those type of movies is just like worst nightmare scenarios. Like yeah, that could happen. Because parang you think about it, parang it's possible. Like, oh yeah. Can you imagine, like, imagine, like, three years from now when hopefully this 
fucking pandemic is over. Can you imagine the amount of movies, of horror movies that are co- going to come out that are yeah. you know, based, based on our on trauma? This? Yeah, yeah, yeah trauma. like everything that happened here and then oh how, gosh. you know, it's going to be great. I think <laughs> after is- the pandemic, loneliness is going to be like the number oh, one. Yes, oh, absolutely. That's yeah. Loneliness, yeah. anxiety, anxiety yeah. Zoom ghosts. Um, yeah. What's okay. the host Zoom about? The- it's about a Zoom ghost. <laughs> that they that they conjure up through a wait is this a, the host Stephanie Stephanie Mayer the host no no, no. I don't think so no. okay that's a sub- no sorry Chris. <laughs> Stephanie Mayer no. is Twilight right yeah I know it's like that doesn't count she's not scary she's not scary at all like yeah wait okay. so the host is it came out over the pandemic and it was yes. made oh. over yeah. the it pandemic. Was during the pandemic, yeah. Galang, yeah. Oh. And they use the technology of Zoom. Nah, it's a it's a forty minute free call, so the whole movie is very short. Okay. They made it appear like it's it's a Zoom call, and these idiot white people. I I watched it. Sorry, that's it's the good. Korean one. Oh. It's no. so good. No, it's no. Not Korean. No, it's there's another one. Another one. Or <laughs> but that is Sorry. fantastic, though, Bianca. The this Korean is the host. Was it is so good. That was good too. I recommend it. So this is another host. This is yeah. There's another. Yeah. It just yeah. came out a few months ago. And the the synopsis is that white people are doing white people things <laughs> like oh let's have a. Aaron Zoom. gives the best. <laughs> I know. Stories, I swear. Yeah, she don't Cause, care. Okay. Because Asians would never do this. I'm just saying. You know, yeah. what are they doing? Do so what happened? They threw a Zoom. So it's a party. Like oh my god, Barcada party. Let's have a Zoom seance. Oh my gosh. Okay. Who yeah. does that? Oh <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Why? And then yeah. one girl pa, the Asian, which is so unrealistic. The token she, Asian. The token Asian. She's the one that messes it up pa and pretends. Yep. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's here. Nope. Ganun ganun. But apparently, yeah. when you do that and you do a seance, the spirit gets pissed because yeah, you're yeah. calling on a fake spirit. So any damn spirit can come into can that come portal in. and things go down from there. Whoa. It's fantastic, oh, so good. by the way. So good. So good. Over a Zoom yeah, call. Over a top five this can year. you imagine having a seance using a free Zoom call? Like, Guys, <laughs> yeah, really? And you think this no, will be done I... in forty minutes? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so skeptical. Oh, white people! White people! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what white people listen to this pod. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> So, guys, there was a study conducted in 1994 by Haight, Macaulay, and Rosen, and it exposed college students to real-life horrors, like oh. cows being butchered, a monkey being Ooh. struck in the head with a hammer, a child whose facial skin was stirred inside out in preparation for surgery, and 99% of the students stopped watching before the end of the clips. Yet these same students also thought nothing of watching horror films with even more blood and gore shown. Psychology Today states that they end up attributing it to the psycho- psychological distance from the horror in the film. Do you agree with this? Absolutely. Well, I guess there's yeah. a big difference between yeah. watching something that you know is real and you know is fake. Like, yeah. yeah. I would not watch that shit. I will no. not watch cows getting murdered. Why would I do that? Same. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it's horrifying. It's not, you know. I, I, I will watch, it. like, like, someone get a knife through his eye. If it's a movie, 
and I will enjoy it because I know it's fake. But yeah. if it's real, or something no. coming yeah, out of a cow sure. in a movie, like clawing its way out of a yeah. cow. <laughs> I think for a certain age and generation, parang the fact that you know it's in a movie, parang that filters everything now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's now, why, I guess that's why you enjoy it because, you know, it's like... It's a controlled it's environment. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's like galing how they made it or like yeah. how it's making you feel and all the effects and yeah. And, this, and because it's a movie, it will probably end unlike real life horrors. Like they can go on forever. Yeah, <laughs> it's so disturbing. There's um yeah. there's a psychoanalytic theory that dates back to Aristotle and it's the notion of catharsis that when we watch violent or frightening films it's a way of purging negative like pent up emotions and pent up aggression and apparently negative feelings created by horror movies actually intensify positive feelings when the hero triumphs in the end and all is well mm. but what about movies where the hero doesn't triumph? Can you give any examples of movies like this? And do you still enjoy them? There's so and- many. There's so many. Yeah. Like, Go, Chris. That, that there's a whole like subgenre of like depressing horror. <laughs> where, what like, are your faves? They just put your 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 hero through the ringer, and yeah. and then at the last point you're like, oh fuck, she's gonna get out of this. She's gonna get. And then and yeah. then, oh my god, she didn't. <laughs> you oh. know, it's like one of my absolute favorite films. And I'm, this is a spoiler is The Descent. It's not only is it one of my favorite <gasps> horror films, it's one of my favorite Is this the Australian films. one? Um, is it Australian? No. I think, I think it's British. Um, but, but The girls on, who go underground? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Wow. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it's like so these good. females who go spelunking in this... In this, in this uh, we uh, went spelunking in Sagada. Yeah, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they and get then, lost. And then... They get lost in these series of caves, and then, uh, oh and then God. they discover Nightmare. that there are fucking monsters in there. Oh, and no. it is it is so incredible because, like, I mean, I love that movie so much. I mean, it's just so well directed, well acted, well written. Um, they they have like, um, you know, interpersonal conflicts between the girls. That's the fantastic. It's really fun, even more than the monsters that are showing up <laughs> and they do the whole thing of, of like uh, where they barely show you the monsters too i love that you know when there's yeah. no like big like oh my god here's a cgi reveal i hate that and then they really put everyone through the ringer like like these girls go through so much and shit's up it's way up to the end you're like at least one of them and then so this is the big huh? spoiler right? right this is the big spoiler um um every, they get picked off one by one um, until oh. the very end, until there's this one last girl, and you can see her like she's really, really struggling at the very end. She sees the light at the end of the like, the tunnel, but basically like the, the ground. Basically, she's like, "Oh my god, I can get out of here!" She scrambles her way up, gets out of the gets out of the fucking series of caves into the fresh air. She breathes in the fresh air. She gets in a car. She's crying in the car, finally ex- having escaped everything, and then you just kind of celebrate that. Oh fuck, she got through with all that, and then. It cuts to she wakes up and she's still in the fucking caves. Oh, and then oh. it's like she just fell asleep and then she just dreamt that she got out of there. And it's just so traumatic sad. and heartbreaking yeah. and so sad. And oh, then good. that movie just really, really stu- like stayed with me. Oh. Yeah. it's a, So so there are a bunch of movies like that where you, you really think that the, the hero is going to get out and they don't. 
And so I kind of tend to avoid those actually because I don't like feeling so, so depressing. depressed. Yeah. However, movies like The Host where they do <laughs> stupid things the, when they, they die, die. Yeah, you're like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you were a, cause you were a you whitey. Mm. Right, right. You were a whitey <laughs> doing whitey things. Yeah. <laughs> what, what frame of mind do you suggest our scaredy cat viewers adopt when like things don't turn out in the protagonist's favor? Because you always think they have blood armor. You're always just like, yeah, they'll be fine. They're the main guy. So what frame of mind, Miguel, would you recommend that they have like, I think I think when you watch a horror film parang be ready na rin to embrace some sort of nihilism eh. na parang, uh, and it's kind of liberating also at a certain point like parang you know there's a reason why sometimes losing hope or not even buying into hope can be freeing that's super dark and depressing but wow. ma- like yeah. no. <laughs> but I'm saying you know but I'm saying some movies go that way. Like, my favorite example of, like, if Chris had that ending, uh, The Descent, mine would be Cabin in the Woods. And I super oh, yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. I super love that movie. And it, parang, that din, parang ganun din siya. Like, parang, you're de- parang you think you're making decisions that save you, or, or, but it's not really dependent on you. Parang your life and your survival isn't really dependent on you. And, Furthermore, parang it's not, there's not even there's no even real reason to why you exist or to why you you might die. Parang super random lang talaga. And there's a there's a part of my brain that kind of likes that shit. Like parang, huh? That's kind of cool. Like parang, parang, wow. I love that. Ed. Yeah, I know. Like parang, they're oh. they're just like you know what? Fuck the world. Let's all die together. Yeah, parang ganon. And I'm not gonna save uh, the world. That, that there's just there's a bit. It's, at one like one side of the coin is that wow, that's kind of dark. That's a dark outlook. But the other side of the coin is also it's kind of liberating, you know. <laughs> so you know, but that's a very you personal do, thing. Also, you do you don't want to see the same movie. Yeah, over and over, you know. What I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that was dark. But go on. These guys are screwed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why did we invite them on? <laughs> Wait, this is so random. Do you, do you guys have you guys seen the orphan? Yes, oh, but I mean, there's like a foreign version of it, and then there's like a, a Hollywood version of it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I find like so good. Yeah, did you guys really hear the up, true but... story, the recent one about the orphan, yeah. the Russian mm-hmm. orphan? Weren't we talking about it's this? Based on, basically, based on that, please enlighten Miguel and I. Wait, oh my it's gosh. real. Yeah. Yeah, it happened, yeah. guys. This Russian girl was parading as she has this. I don't know if it's Wait, a this, that's the that's a that's a spoiler for for. Sorry. for yeah, it's maybe spoiler. you should. No, no, no. We'll, we'll lead up to that. That will be. That will be your big reveal, Bianca. So okay, tell right, them first right, right, what, right, right. what the okay. orphan's about. And then yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. You can do it, Chris. <laughs> okay, basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. um, the orphan is about this couple that lost a kid. And then they, they go to an orphanage. They adopt one of the older kids that uh, wasn't, you know, isn't being chosen. Ayawana. <laughs> all, all the cute ones get get adopted. But the this young kid one, is, younger is, one. Is, uh, is, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, all the younger ones get adopted. But this this kid's like, what, like, eight? That's yeah, like kind of yeah. old, na. Eight, eight, yeah. eight, nine, ten, like I'm that. assuming Medj Panget also, cause na one or no? Not, not really. Oh, okay. 
Because you said kanina, the cute ones are getting adopted. So it's like, no, I mean, like the babies. The babies. So the older one gets, uh, you know, looked over. But the, the, so the couple adopts her. Um, and then like when, when they adopt her, they start noticing that this kid is not right. Um, <laughs> <Good> <laughs> like, like, what a disaster! This kid is fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. why do I do this? <laughs> like, uh, not only do I want to return this kid to the orphanage, I want to <laughs> throw her in the in the deep end of a lake or something. Like, yeah, being weird up. with like, the dad. Yeah, being yeah. really weird we, with the dad. Yeah, like how, like, 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 like obsessive, sexually. sexually sort of thing. Wow. Like, there's even a scene where she watch, she sees them having sex, right? And they're like, yeah. She's just like yeah. watching and or yeah. playing with sharp things. Am I did I mm-hmm. get that right? Okay. Oh, she kills wow. someone and then she likes torments the one of the, the the other children of the couple. Basically, the big reveal is the, the kid isn't eight years old. She's fucking thirty, but she has some <laughs> sort of like degenerative, like, degenerative disease. disease where she doesn't age. Yeah. So that's wow. a big reveal. Yeah. And it's based More on a fun. it's kind of based on a real story. Okay, now it happened. Sorry. Yeah, it did okay. happen in yeah. Russia, right? Yeah. And I think yeah, so the, I think yeah. in the movie, like they saw like in past like newspaper clippings, she's done that with other families. Yeah. And it happened too in real life. So mm-hmm. Aaron, you haven't oh, read about this. The... So this couple in the States, they adopted <laughs> this kid and and so she also looked 10 or 8, but turned out to be like like our age or something. And so she was being oh. weird too. Yun pala, she, she had done this before. And so in the yeah. end, they like they were like, well, we adopted you already. So we're going to get you your own apartment or something. And you can live oh, on your own. Oh, they were nice to her. Wow. Um, yeah, that's But really then nice. something <laughs> happened. I, ca- I don't remember the other details, but it was just messed up. Because it's like... She was pretty. I mean, they would give her baths, and they yeah. would be like, "Why do you have boobs? Like you're like yes, sorry, you're yeah." Like I remember that part I mean, of the article. It's just like what? weird. It was yeah. So like, I just was she also a psychopath? Orphan who is old, and I'll look it up <laughs> while you. Yeah, check it, check it out. Wait, so she's orphan a Russian orphan, old. but an American couple adopted her. No, yeah, I, mean, I guess no, she American found American. her way yes. to the states. Wow. And I blame I blame the system. <laughs> So yeah, that's, like, it's really that's the movie though. So it's really yeah, true. Yeah, it, Mariks, check it Ish. out. It's so yeah. real. That's crazy. Damn. What a nightmare. No, but she kind of. I mean, she looks young, but also off. Yes. Send, <laughs> send, me, send me the link. Send me the link, Aaron. Send me the link. That, Put it in hey, the group. That, that actress is an incredible actress. So. Uh, Wait, are you the googling the real thing? The real yeah. one, Indiana so she's couple. Aaron, Aaron's looking at the real. Oh, one. the real. Okay, okay, okay. Send it. Yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's messed up. <laughs> Orphan yes. who is old. Orphan who is old. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, about movies that are that are not exactly ho- like hor- horrible horror things happen in the movie, but in the end, it's like a really beautiful ending, like like Pan's Labyrinth. Have you guys mm. seen Pan's Labyrinth? I love like, Pan's is Labyrinth. That, that's, but that's not, not considered hor- horror. I think it's fantasy, no? Fantasy, it's fantasy yeah, horror. Right. Yep. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasy horror because I mean a horror. lot of the things that are going on elements, they're yeah. really messed up. Yeah, the creature designs alone that's already horror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Um, yeah, there, there, are, there are a bunch. I, I, um, I guess a labyrinth. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, what, what an old reference. Yeah. Do you guys even know what labyrinth is? Oh, a man. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, uh, not dance, 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 guys. 
not everybody. Oh, yeah, I love that Jennifer Connelly's debut. Yeah, really so Yelling. cute. Wait, so is it scary? Not at all. It's not at all. Like but Jim Henson. If you watch, if you saw it as a kid, it'd probably be scary. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's like dark. Quark knows this, Bianca. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Quark would I'm sure he David does. Bowie David Bowie, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's the Goblin King. Goblin King. Oh, he so loves her. I have to always. You know, I always have to be like, can we watch something that doesn't involve murder, murder, murder? <laughs> or like, you know. I'm telling you, that, uh, that's one of the things I told Quark. It's like, he doesn't call himself a horror fan. Fan, pero. No, you are. He is. You just don't want to label yourself one, but you are. He is. <laughs> he is. Yeah. So, guys, here. So, yes, Dr. Carl Jung believed horror films tapped into primordial arch- archetypes buried in our deep in our collective subconscious images like shadow and mother play an important role in the horror genre what are your what are some of your favorite tropes and ones that you feel that are also overused okay chris <laughs> you did a whole deck on this my, my favorite trope is really i every i love slasher films and i love the final girl that's my yeah. favorite trope it's a you know the final girl who the one who decides to fight them. yeah nice Definitely and she's usually a virgin, right? Like she's usually a virgin, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Sex is yeah. bad in horror movies. When sex people have bad. sex, Slashers, they die. You're dead. Gosh. So so oh yeah. Gosh. But that's a, like an old trope. Yeah. But, it's a um, very dated. Trope. It's, 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 yeah, it's very dated. dated. But yeah. But they they find ways to 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 freshen it up. Like especially like my favorite franchise, one of my favorite horror franchises is Scream. And then yeah. oh it gosh, features, yeah. uh, you know, Nev Campbell, who is who is my favorite final girl. Um, there are a bunch of final girls. There's a, you know, the, the uh, Laurie Strode in Halloween, or or everyone else in, you know, the occasional Friday Thirteenth. But but it's for me, it's it's really a, it's really a, uh, the Sydney. Scream franchise for me. Sydney, Sydney Prescott. Sydney Prescott, yeah, yeah, Sydney Prescott, yeah, is definitely my favorite final girl. And they they make it really fresh because I mean the whole. Scream, the whole point of the franchise is really, you know, mocking horror tropes and then, you know, updating it. So, so yeah. Yeah. Successfully, though. That's mine. What are your favorite tropes, guys? Tropes. I'm Aaron. thinking about it. You know what? Or overused. I'm... Overused tropes. Overused. The stalking killer who won't die. Yeah. Yeah, what's really a what's love, a I really love Scream for super natural flashbacks. I don't super natural. Like, um, that the wise... ghost is always Asian. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> wait, that that's a trope. No, no, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Meron then like meron then like when you disturb a site, but yeah. then you just oh, right. you dis- yeah. you disturb the old. Oh my god, yeah. this the is old, what right? I want to talk yeah. about. Uh, this is what I want to talk about on our next. Uh, on our next discussion, um, when we do, we're doing the ring, because uh, that's a fantastic trope. The whole, yeah. the whole like, if, if you, you disturb something, something, or if you take, yeah. you have to make things right for the ghost yes, to like yes, accept yes. it yeah. or to, to break Ooh. the curse, or you have yeah. to do something that will. You know what I love about the ring? What <laughs> is they hint us. at that trope. They hint at that trope, meaning like this. They're like, we go back to the site of the well. Right. We'll yeah. get Sadako's bones. Take her out, and that will end the curse. Yeah. And it's like, no, they, they do that. That's the whole climax of the film. They discover yeah. her bones, take her bones out of the well, 
And they discovered that no, that did not break the curse. <laughs> oh, yeah, you cannot, you cannot. Yeah. yeah. The jack yeah. shit. It's so funny. Like it's so funny. Like the 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 girl, the girl in in the ring was saved because she earlier, like as a throwaway gag, she was just told to make a copy of the tape. Yeah. And that's what saved her was because she made a copy of the tape. So for me, that was such a fantastic a way of going yeah. around that trope. But of, a like, waste of you gotta time. Gotta make things right. Yeah, so yeah. the whole movie, it's like that climax did nothing to them. It's yeah. amazing. I guess that's why people also say, Tabetabepo, when you're at like a place in yeah. the dark, yeah. you've never been to. That's kind of our way of I being. I never just failed like, to do that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. We know better. Yeah. Scare yeah. the shit out of me. The concept of Aswans. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you guys do to release or synthesize a horror film so you can sleep soundly at night? Do you turn on the lights? Do you have a chaser movie? Like me, I always have to watch comedy after Friends, or something. Friends, put on an episode of Friends. Right? <laughs> I think I watch, I watch sports. <laughs> okay. Miguel, is this you? Like you tell a friend, like you message everyone yeah, just to sorry. share, share so, the fear? Yeah, okay, so go this, ahead. that's exactly me. Like, parang before I watch The Witch, which is an awesome movie, The Witch. I read the Wikipedia and this is like a 2015 movie. I read the Wikipedia for some stupid reason. I was possessed <laughs> to read the Wikipedia entry at 12 midnight. <laughs> and then, parang the Wikipedia entry, which you know, Wikipedia, they're just, they're just kind of stating what happened. Synopsis. It freaked me out so much. I messaged around, <laughs> I messaged around five people to like read the fucking Wikipedia of the witch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you dragged people Phillip? down with you. Yeah, I would do and, that. All of that, like the fact that the fact that the Wikipedia entry had mention of a goat, I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, gotta... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I text five people. Like, four people were like, no. Then <laughs> of all people, but Mel Lozano, who's also like maybe the scared a bigger scaredy cat than I am. I don't know. Maybe I'm not gonna make claims, but she read it. Like, she's of all people. Like, I guess. I guess scaredy cats also have the tendency to like poke at themselves a little bit. Let's see how far like, we can go. And, share, uh, share the pain. Oh, that's, that's so, your she, so she did. And like, parang, I regret doing that. I can't believe I read it. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's so funny, yeah, dude. Yeah, I know. That's like, really funny. Do you guys even have need to synthesize the movie or like protect yourselves after Aaron and Chris? Or are you like, whatever? Oh my God, yes. After The Ring, I had to watch like Videos of BTS just to make me <laughs> <laughs> palate cleanser. Yeah, but Claire, I, I, I would have watched that anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah. I would have watched it anyway. Before but BTS, what I used to do to synthesize is uh, I, I watch reality TV trash because oh. for me, I'm back to the real world. People yeah. are garbage and I want to watch them. Real so white girl <laughs> stuff. Right, right. <laughs> like that. So reality TV Guys. is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Major racist yung podcast na to, ah. I know. I know. <laughs> racist against them white bees. I'm yeah, half white. Reverse. I know. <laughs> so, fine. so Chris, what do you do? You even do anything, or are you just like whatever? It's fine. No, I, I do. Uh, I I definitely get scared way less than anyone else, but sure. I still do. Lucky. And uh, like Animal like Crossing. When I did watch The Ring, I had to watch something else after. Yeah, I didn't want to go to sleep with, with What did you watch with that, after? Uh, I watched this show called Sneakerheads on Netflix, <laughs> which is basically really? based on you, my life. 
Basically you, yeah. There you go. It's basically me. My my yeah. wife saw me like watching. She stood over my shoulder. She's watching. It's like, oh, so this is about you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch something like Steven Universe or Adventure Time or something. Anything yeah. really yeah. colorful, bright thing. Yeah. yeah, cartoony. But speaking of the ring, I know it, it's been coming up a lot. It's also one of my most favorite. It's I think I feel it's the movie that made me go like, wow, horror can be this epic, and yeah. I love it. But but okay, just to share to synthesize for some reason, I don't know if it is being gullible or or you know, okay, do you guys do this thing where like you tell yourself, oh, if I don't close the door in this way then something bad will happen like something like that or if i don't eat this last piece of chicken i don't know i don't know that might just be me but basically when we were watching the ring and i think grade school uh with cine Karina, we were watching it and then they were like seven times seven whatever and then one of us had the smart idea of going guys guys shit you know what this means we need to watch it seven times and the ghost will not will not come after us or like you have to watch it seven times and then you have you're protected you're safe That's or so like good. or like you have to watch it seven times as a group or whatever and you'll be okay guys i watched it seven times like in the theater with my parents. I'm so proud of Karina's you. Karina's house. Uh, and I, I, by the seventh time, I was watching it with Karina. We memorized everything. So it was just like, we knew when to like, yeah. whatever. But by the seventh time, it was still just as bad. So that's yeah. how good it was. Wow. Oh, it is so scary. Wow. It is still so really? scary. I haven't, seen the ri- I haven't seen the ring in a long time. Damn. I watched it again a few days ago. And it just scared the shit out of me. Oh, so once, oh shit! Once oh, I got, I, oh, I told you guys about this. So, so no. I watched the ring on Is it Saturday. Horror? No, no, no! I, I, t- I messaged you. <laughs> uh, watch the ring on Saturday night, right? For for the for the podcast. And oh no! So so scary. This is, a, this is sad. Two I days later, now. I find what? out that the actress from the ring that? killed herself on that Saturday. Yeah. And it's yeah. wait, what? Wait. Wow, just in 2020, you were just yeah. watching it. Yes, that's what last weekend. weekend. Yeah. Wait, like, wait, wait, the actress, the girl, the redhead, like the bouncy, no, no, no. the 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 the, Asian? the the one of the, the students. students at the beginning, mm. the, the one who, who went crazy. Mm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like mm, crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would that when I read that, like my, the hairs on my arms stood mm. on end. You know, I was like, wow, that is really so. Fucking so I brought my tiger's eye crystal. To this interview because it's for protection. So we're right. But okay. we, that's so sad, dude. That's so sad. Yeah, yeah it is. Wow, that's depressing. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. What a downer! Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn on, I'm gonna turn on some lights. <laughs> Play some BTS, Miguel. It'll cheer you up. Well, we we believe that everything is energy and grounded, and we've had our own encounters with paranormal activity i'm just trying to say this with a straight face are there any real life horror stories you guys have heard of from school or from the villages you grew up in or from your family that you'd like to share with us or like pinoy legendary stories like you know how in zobel they say there's this girl who haunts one of the the theaters on the ground floor like things like that do you guys have any that come to mind none he doesn't wanna he doesn't wanna wow that's amazing seriously Uh, Aaron really no I'm sure I have some it's just I can't really remember oh Um, my god 
Meron wow. yan. It's parating second hand. Parating second hand, so it's not really mine. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. No, it doesn't have to be yours. Like someone made you cuento, but it's just like I'm disappointed, you guys. I know, I know. <laughs> we have good ones, actually. Ah, I'll share wait. one. I'll, I'll share one. While you guys are yes, thinking, oh, this oh isn't God, a school one. Uh, this is this is a my house one, and it's no, it's a quick one. So since I was a wee wolf child, I wanted to be a singer. So I would practice every day, and then I'd have voice lessons. But then one day, I think it was my mom. She was writing a book, and so the secretary stayed overnight because they were trying to meet the deadline. And the, so they were they did an all nighter, the secretary, and the next day at breakfast um she was like oh bianca you have such a nice voice and i was like oh wow thank you and like oh no yeah, but you stay up pretty late huh for for a kid your age i was like what and she's like yeah i heard you singing like the little mermaid song oh. at 2 a.m oh. her room because our rooms were magkatabe and i was Holy like fuck. um I was sleeping in my parents' room last night. And, oh. and I slept at like, what, 11? So I was just like, that wasn't me. But that also happened in our house. Like, there's a, something would imitate voices. Yeah. Because one Those time. Are the scariest ones. That do, what do you, how do you pronounce it? Do, doppelgangers? Doppelgangers. doppelgangers. Yeah. yeah. Those freak yeah. me out. They imitate. They imitate. Like a, so. like a good minor bird. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was just a minor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because one time I heard someone calling my name and I was just like, yes. Uh, and then like, voila. So anyway, that's my little contribution. All right. That's Rita. good <laughs> <laughs> See, Miguel is just not having it. <laughs> no, no, good one. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so next question. <laughs> okay, I'm going to... No, Marika, you have to share. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Go my ahead. gosh. Bianca. Do it. Um, Even do if it. it's not your story. I know yeah. you have... No, no. I have so many. I just like can't think of any right now except for that uh, your story. One. Your story reminded me of my friend who... It was also a doppelganger in her house. Like um, She wasn't home, but her yaya heard, heard her calling her name. And when she went upstairs, she saw my friend walk past, walk across the room. And she was just staring down. And she was calling her, Bea, 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 calling her. And she wasn't looking. And it was so weird. So she went out of the room and she was gone. And then like my friend arrives home, slams the door. And then she asked her, she's like, I heard you calling. And she's like, no, I just got home. So yeah, apparently she she has like a doppelganger in her house also. Snap. I have one. But first of all, it's not my own. So this is second hand. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and, it's, and it's a different country. Okay. Uh, copyright infringement. So, <laughs> I, I don't, so it's not as, it's not as freaky because it's not happening to anybody we know or in our homes. But it's a good one, I hope. Okay. So I have, I have a friend. He's like uh, one of our partners at Grid Magazine, which is a travel magazine. I love that magazine. Uh, thank Ooh. you. So one of my, our partners here, a good friend of mine, T. Pajo Guerrero. He's Pinoy. He's half Spanish, half Pinoy. Yeah. Even before he lo- he located back from the Philippines, he was already a travel photographer based in Spain. So one time they sent him on assignment to, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Guatemala, to take a picture to take pictures of this like like ecotourism, like of this resort with their, with their rooms in the forest canopy. So he spent the night there. And then he was like, the whole time he was there, he was feeling lethargic and heavy. Having, like, uh, maybe it's like a bad case of like, uh, uh, like a jet lag. 
So he goes to his room at night and then kind of unpacks his stuff, opens the window, and this is one of those rooms in the forest, right? And like hundreds of red eyes looking at him. What? So he goes, so he goes, he closes the curtain like, eh, all right, maybe. <laughs> Wait, I sorry, where is this? Ang tapang, ang tapang. I, I, think, I, I think Guatemala, if I'm not mistaken. Guatemala. South, some South American Red country. eyes. Yeah, not like, bad. Like the, like, 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 like the, like the forest yeah, like were teeming with red eyes, like looking at him lang. And he's like, he closes, like closes the curtain, like, all right, I think I'm just gonna sleep this off. Like he's used to it. He has a third eye, sleeps it off. Then the next day, like with his the, with the, his host and handlers. So what is this place where like what this place used to be? And it oh used to be gosh. like a na- like like a trope. It used to be Native like a Indian burial ground. Not not the one burial, but set but settlement. And and if I'm not mistaken, who were the colonizers of that area? Was it the Spanish? Yeah. So I think, yeah. so, but I think. Also, oh, they were like, oh, yeah. They know, like, they knew. Yeah. Your ancestors. <laughs> we smell that's my, inter- the that's my interpretation. Eh? Yeah, but Pao's a nice guy. Pao's a nice guy. Pao Guerrero, I know yeah. you're going to listen to this. Disclaim my disclaimer. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. <laughs> that that reminded has, me, sorry, one more. That was yeah, so good. good. One, it it reminded you. me of the time. So, so Marika and I and our other partner at Grounded, Karina, we met in arts management and CSP. And one time we took a, a class trip to Sagada. We were so mm. excited. We were oh. just like mountain, berries. Like, oh. And when we got there, when we Good got enough. there, every cottage in the place we stayed, every cottage was pretty much haunted. Because the yeah. next morning when our class got together, like nobody, people barely slept. And like in every cottage, there was a story. So in one I think the cottage of Cinemark, they all prayed except this one guy. Like they all prayed before they went to sleep. And he was the only one who could hear footsteps going back and forth to the fireplace, to their bed, to the fireplace, from the fireplace to their bed. That's one cottage. And ours, one of us, I think Karina was upstairs and she was just like, are you calling me like Bianks or something? And I'm like, no. And she was like, yeah. And I was, she's like, yeah, Bianks. I was like, I'm not not calling. There's the voice again. Oh my God. And then, also, one of us saw like a yellow thing in the corner of her eye. And then the last night, Billy and I were in the same bed and we didn't sleep because in the balcony, the footsteps transferred to our cottage. It was so loud, guys. Like literally, we Love thought it. there was like a man. And when she looked over my shoulder in the window, she saw like a couple just like walking oh by. And I was like, oh. shit, goosebumps. And, and I was like, wait, we're on the second floor. Yeah. So and then oh, last gosh. Marika's cottage, she told me when she opened the window, she heard something go. Ah. Oh yeah, wait, <laughs> I, I I blocked that out of my memory, Bianca. Sorry, I remembered it all these years, but yeah, that was a pretty <laughs> epic I have, trip. I have a story pillar that happened to me, but maybe f- for some other time. No, yeah, go go go! No, you can't <laughs> like tease us like that. <laughs> I hate this. So I was on assignment in the Philippines. <laughs> And then I get sent to the <coughs> south, uh, Sambuanga, and we're staying at this resort. And it's like, uh, I mean, it's old, but you know, it didn't give me some, it didn't set off my spidey senses. But I was rooming with my editor, and I got out of the shower. And for a split second, I thought it was like an old lady at the corner of the room. 
And I'm like, no, no, I don't like yep. this. So, I don't like and, this. And, and, and I didn't say a damn thing. I, like, I just knew it was like a malik mata. You just like, you know, you see something, but you're just imagination. So I, so I ignored it. Then uh, on our way home uh, from the airport, like after the trip, parang the editor, who I just met during this trip, uh, and we became really good friends, she goes, and now, now that we're on our way home, did you ever feel anything weird about our <laughs> I'm like, puta na Oh my gosh. I go, I go, I go, you know, you know, uh, no, why? I, I like, Except I, for the I, old I, lady. Yeah, I, uh, I like, for old lady, but no, why? She goes, well, there was just like a little kid running around oh, the road. But wow, wow. he kept avoiding, but he kept avoiding the corner because there was an old lady there. Oh, <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Oh my that's god, like, yeah. yeah. I think that you do your third eye is no. kind of open. No, yes, no, that's, it. that's it. I'm done. Oh sports, my god, sports, 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 sports. Okay, sports, I, have, sports. I have a story. Sports, sports. I have a story. But hey, if you can see good, bad do things, it. you can also see good things. Okay, Marie, go ahead. Okay, so this cool. this happened to me. Um, it's just, it's just kind of freaky, it's not necessarily a ghost, but so basically, yeah. the night before I got proposed to by my husband, then boyfriend in Florence, mm, we stayed wow. in a in, a, oh, in Florence, no. right? It's medieval and like yeah. it's a really, really old hotel. And our first night there, um, I was having like you know, when you're asleep, and well, for me, like I can actually feel like it feels cold and you feel like there's someone watching you. So like, it's kind mm. of like a half sleep, but it's at the same time, we're also just super tired from traveling. Mm. And I was trying to sleep half asleep. And then my husband stands up and goes, what are you doing? Like he's half asleep. And he's like, what are you doing over there? And is talking to the corner of the room. Ooh, and I was like, babe, like, who, like, what are you talking to? He's like, yeah. why are you over there brushing your teeth? And I'm like, what? <gasps> I'm right here. Like, I'm sitting right here. Like, who are you talking to? And then, nope. yeah, then and then he kind of woke up. I was like, babe, who are you talking to? He's like, huh? Wait, babe, uh, I was talking to you. I was talking to uh, you. You were right there. I'm like, no. Oh, my gosh. And Maybe like, he was oh like, gosh. you need to brush your teeth, Mariga. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh my gosh, it was a, do- a doppelganger again. No, 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 An no, Italian I think, So I think he said, I think he saw somebody Saucy. else. And then he just, and it was a girl because he was talking to a girl and he said he felt guilty. That's why he's like, oh, I'm talking to you. Oh. <laughs> but it was like, but it why was, like, was she like a hot ghost? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> a hot ghost. But yeah, the Bonjour, next day no. he was like, he also didn't know, like he couldn't explain it. But it freaked me out you, you so badly. Been like... It freaked me out so badly. I, was, I wanted to cry. Like I think, wow. like tears came out. I was like, hmm, I'm already yeah, scared, cause... and this had to happen. That must have been so crazy. I know. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of this documentary. Now it's called The Vow. It's not horror, but oh I kind my of god, I love it... cult stuff. Yeah. So it's about it's it's okay. It's not horror. But it's about a cult. I don't have you guys seen Smallville? You know, one of the, the girls Allison there. She was Mack. Oh fuck. Ali Mac. Yeah, yeah. So this Allie is Mack. about her cult. Oh Marika, yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. yours Museum. has anything to do with a cult. It just I just yeah, thought about I know, it. I know I know but that cult. I, we're watching Aaron, it so now, guys. Me. It's so scary. Aaron, do you want to give I the premise? Because it's so oh, scary. I don't for know me. the documentary, but where, I where is it though? Um, HBO. Yeah. HBO. HBO. 
I just know that yes. Alison Mack, I got so shocked because Smallville was my life before Tom Welling was my imaginary husband. So Kristen I was Kristen so... Crook was my imaginary Kristen wife. Kristen Crook, she's so, she's so pretty. Right? So pretty. Yeah. And I really liked Alison Mack's character, see Chloe. And then I found out a couple of years ago while I was in the States that she is um, a co-head. Yeah, yeah. Yes. A co-head yes. and recruiter. For a master. A- human trafficking sex cult for a guy yep. named Keith Ranier. Yeah, so I yep. looked it up and I really watched all her YouTube videos and ano talaga siya? Like she's, this really changed my life. Like it's, it's those. Oh, brainwash. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brainwash. Creepy. So I got so check it out. I even kind right? of passed by the courthouse when she was there because I was still <laughs> living there and I was just like, oh my God, what's happening? I was, oh so <laughs> I was so Just honestly, it. that's just the tip of the iceberg. The show. I'm so excited. Oh. I need to watch it. Guys, so excited. That for me is real horror. Because it's mm. just like, and the people who all come out after, the way they talk about it, they're just like, we never thought we'd be in something like yeah. that now that we've stepped back. But when you're in it, like the first day or so, the girl was just like, this is so dumb. Like, why do we have to wear these ribbons that show you what rank you are? And then like a few years later, she's like, I wear my ribbons with pride. Wow. Like, How do you get from there to there? Yeah. So to me, that's horror. Yeah. <laughs> it's real life. No, it is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And now this leads us to our lightning round. Oh, <laughs> no. Might. Oh, no. So you guys have to answer in one word and like as fast as possible. So we can okay. go. Yeah. <laughs> Iron wins. Okay. So guys, lightning round. What are some of the best new released in recent years horror movies that you can recommend to our listeners? Go. The host go. unfriended. Go Terry. Miguel, you're so so. Go. Sorry, Midsommar, I guess. Okay, well, favorite local horror again. movies. Favorite local horror movies. Go. Oh, it's him. Young Gao. Feng Shui. Oh, Young what? <laughs> Young Gao's good, but also it's him. Feng Shui's okay. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake, rattle, and roll. I think you'll like too. this next one. Best scream scene in a horror movie. Go. Oh, no, I don't know. Oh, definitely. Florence Pugh. Halloween. Florence, how do you say your name? Florence. Halloween. Halloween. Oh. Laurie Strode in Halloween. Uh, Chris okay. Aquino, okay. Shake, rattle, and roll three. <laughs> Florence when she's just like breaking down in Midsommar still memorable that's good that was so good yeah, yeah. good one uh, best, best films you'd watch again and again and never tire of The Thing The, hor- the Horror The Horror oh, oh my the god The Host and Alien I don't know I don't know I have no answer <laughs> oh, uh, maybe okay. uh, Silence, Silence of the Lambs oh god okay. god yes okay, that's okay, also okay. mine <laughs> okay okay here's an Everything. impromptu one <laughs> who would you cast? Who would you cast to play each of you in a dead air horror movie? Go. Okay, we can do uh, this. Oh, okay, I it can have, be slow. I, uh, Sorry, it doesn't have to be. Seth Rogen. Oh. No, like no, like you say who would play Aaron, Chris, and who would play? Aaron. Uh, so let's start uh, with Miguel. Okay. This is oh. okay. The lightning round is done, so you guys can think. Oh, okay. Chris would be played by uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Wow! Who so, was so, 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 gonna say? I was gonna say uh, Jonathan Brandis may he rest in peace. Oh, I love him. Oh, that's Chris. The actress, the actress who played Sadako, is Aaron. It's Aaron. It's Aaron. Or or Aubrey. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. I like her so. Yeah, I like her a lot. Yeah. Love it. Right. And yeah, Seth Rogen, definitely for Miguel. 
thank you. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Works. That's cute. Thank you. Marika, you remind me of someone like locally. I don't know if I said it was like Hilda Coronel or someone. Wow. Isabel Granada. Oh. You remind me of Isabel yeah. Granada. Maybe. She looks like uh, so she yeah. should be that. And um you. Karina's not here, but Karina, someone like really just like angelic looking should be. Do you know so. who okay for Bianca? Do you know Oh, China Chow, I think, would play Bianca. Oh, yeah, that, oh that, China Chow. That, that, From Harry so, Potter? No. Cho, Cho Chang, no. <laughs> Cho Chang. You don't like Cho Chang. No offense. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. China <laughs> Chow is in the movie with the Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg, where she's yeah. yes. Yes. $100. Oh, what, what is that movie get, with, with Lou Diamond Phillips is in it? Yeah. They kidnap her. They kidnap her. They kidnap yeah, her. her. She's, yeah. she's uh, very pretty, Bianca. Super. I'll take it. <laughs> or she could be. Or, no, wait, let me Google. No, or how about the yeah, girl from uh, crap? Uh, the big Lovecraft, hit. The big hit. Lo- the big hit. But Lovecraft Country. Uh, Jamie Chong. Uh, Jamie Chong. Oh, yeah. guys, Mark has a crush on her. I'm gonna say. Oh, perfect. Oh, we're watching the most recent episode, and Galang. you know she had. Wait, what's like her a, name? J- Jamie, Jamie Chung. Chung. Yeah, she's oh, great. Thank you, guys. She's That's a super fun. Yeah. Um, okay, and what message do you each have for people who are timid and afraid to watch horror films? Like, they just don't want to go near a horror film. Like, what would you each tell them? Let's start with Chris. Um, well, that's actually the goal of the show, of our podcast, is to, to kind of uh, demystify horror, to, make, to, to tell people that it's really for everyone. It's not, it's, not, it's not something that's super niche, that you should stay away from it. I really want more people to get into the genre because it's given me so much joy over the years. Um, what would I tell them? I'd say, I'd say uh, maybe talk to someone who knows uh, the genre and ask them what is a good gateway film that will let you, you know, into the genre to, to, to let you really appreciate I think everyone needs a gateway film to, let, to, to, to really appreciate it as a whole. Mm. Sorry to interrupt. So what, can I interrupt? Yeah. Um, what yes. gateway film would you recommend to someone oh. who wants to? Um, it depends. Like, like something like Jaws is a very good gateway film. Because um, okay. it mixes, you know, it's uh, not you know, a gateway. Conjuring, film. Yeah. conjuring, it's not a gateway. That is film. not a gateway. No, but you know what's not, and what? and it, I don't know if it's even horror, but I just have to say this for Sean and I. Inland Empire, don't watch it. What's that? Okay, what is that? that? No, you can. <laughs> what is huh? it? It's not interesting. Whenever there's a guy. Wait, Chris, what is didn't it? she? She tagged me and was like, that's the David Lynch one that's like super annoying. Wait, is that, am I talking about the right oh, one? I but... haven't seen that. I haven't seen that at huh? all. She, yeah. What? Wait, what? I'm not imagining. Wait, no. Your, oh own, gosh, your own wife. So creepy. Chris? No. Wait. Am I, maybe I got the wrong David Lynch film, but one of his films is really like, it's like three hours and it really like messes with your head. But okay. It could so be, your oh, gate... Yeah. I've never heard of this film. Oh my God. It's a huh? it's a Lynch film. Oh, oh, Quark is gonna kill me that I haven't heard of this film. Okay, so so Aaron, what's your message to people who don't want to like go near horror with a knife, like with you a fork? You know what? The people who are scared of horror movies just watch it the way you would watch wrestling. So <laughs> know that movies are still fake. I mean, it can be as well yeah. acted, well written, everything, but it is staged it is produced it is directed even if it's based on a true story 
no matter what story that is, nothing is by the book. So mm. they always change things, even if it's based on a true story. So I think people who watch horror movies should see it as a piece of art, should see it the way they would watch a play, the way would they would listen to a song. It is a piece of art and it's fake. Like it's exactly. it's not gonna happen to you. Just admire how realistic the producers and directors and actors make it feel. But all in all, it ain't real. Yeah. Wow, my rhyme pa. Yeah. Miguel. Miguel. Let's hear it. All right. I mean, I and I say this fully aware that I am the person who is uh, who will pick a, mo- a horror film last if I were given options. But I say na it's always worth a try because <laughs> a try. It's always worth paying the ticket, watching a really good horror film because you never know uh, if you might find something about yourself actually when you watch horror films. And mm. it's pretty cool that way. Does it count if you're watching like like this the whole time? Absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah, that's absolutely. pretty much how I watch. That's movies. how I saw the first paranormal really activity helps. was through my fingers. Yeah. That's how that I was. saw Ah, what lies beneath. You know that Harrison Ford. Oh my gosh, with Michelle Pfeiffer. I yeah. love Robert that. I watched that as a silent film. I watched it as a silent film. I think too. without the sounds help. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd rather yeah. cover my ears than my eyes because I, I do both. Yeah. The whole ear is wow. more than mm. like, thumbs here. Like, like thumbs I was, I was, I was reading lips. <laughs> but that's a really I saw, good movie. Yeah, but also The Shining, like parts of that, I was really yeah. watching behind. But yeah, I came too. out of The Shining like, holy shit, that's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And then, and then when you watch horror movies now, a lot of them, like, uh, they there are a lot of homages to The Shining. Like, uh, yeah. it's, it, yeah. it kind of set, it kind of set a tone and a visual language. For present horror stuff, for Pretty sure. Cool. Yeah, like I don't. I think like those twins standing at the end of the hallway have probably yeah. popped up in a lot of other. Scenes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my cousin at Teresa who has twins and made them dress up like the Shining. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's great. That's great. That's awesome. Well, I said I was gonna dress up my son as a, as Chucky one day. That's what I'm oh looking forward yeah. to. Dress How old is your son? As that's he grows cute. older. Bagay for cute. Connor. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> How old uh, is Connor? He's, uh, two. Oh, that's such a Adorable. Yeah. So cute. Um, okay, oh, yeah. So, so we're down. okay, we're down to our last question. We made right. it. Yeah, so, <laughs> guys, what keeps you grounded? Aaron. Oh. <laughs> Just like Lady Fox like, oh, yeah. Are you saying I keep you grounded? In, 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 in our pod, yes. In our pod, yes. Yes. Every time, every time, every time Chris and I get so to sweet. film me, Aaron's like, guys. It's or when we, start, when we start fighting, Aaron's like, yeah. guys, shut the just fuck like, up. It, it's, it's just wrestling. <laughs> it's just wrestling. Why anyway, sorry. Um, I, I honestly... Improv comedy keeps me grounded because oh. it's for me a form a form of meditation. Because when you're performing or you're doing improv, you are definitely just in the moment and you're not thinking of anything else. So cool. I mean, it is Beautiful. my cool. life and my job. So Galang. Cool. Good answer. Okay. Uh for me, I'd say I think I think I think my friends keep me grounded really well. I mean, that's one of the best jobs that 
uh, they perform really well. Like anytime I'm even feeling it a little, I'll have a friend who will call me out and say, uh, dude, you're not, you know, you're not all that. <laughs> 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 all right, mom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, friends, keep me grounded. Yeah, so so if the, it was friends for, for Miguel, it's definitely my family, especially. <laughs> but well, wife. my my wife is the one who says that you're not all that. <laughs> Number one, that that you're not that funny. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely uh, uh, definitely my family, and specifically during this pandemic, it's been my son because, uh, I mean, uh, it, it, taking care of a two year old during the pandemic uh, mm. makes you not not realize how depressing it is because you're yeah. just too busy right. so yeah so definitely yeah that's my answer cool wow well thank you for sharing all of that with us guys we really appreciate having oh. you here and your time and just your insights and you guys are so funny yeah um, thank you for having this was us really fun this is the first yeah. time we've guessed that. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. I know. No <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, We're so, so honored. This is so Yay. fun. This has been fun for us. Thank Aww. you. Popped our guesting cherry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Love it. That's we did. <laughs> Once again, thank you to everyone tuning in. Stay safe, take care, and catch you next time on Grounded Radio.